Prosopagnosia, the inability to recognize faces, occurs in up to 2% of the population. Most people struggle with it alone, unaware it even has a name. The stories in this podcast can be painful and hilarious. Join us for an exploration of the people, science, and realities of this condition. Maybe you have a hard time remembering faces. Come for the stories, stay for the coping techniques. You turn the shopping cart into the cereal aisle of your local grocery store, nearly colliding with a blonde hockey mom. Her eyes light up as she hops out of the way and says, Hey, Jeff, you almost got me. How's it going? Kids doing well? You have no idea who this woman is, but she clearly knows you. What do you do? Here's one option. Uh, hi, uh, could, could you remind me how we know each other again? You watch her smile slide away, replaced with confusion and maybe even a touch of anger. It's me, Jane. Our kids have been in hockey together for six years. You had dinner at our house two weeks ago? Everyone occasionally encounters someone they can't quite place, but for some of us, this happens daily. I'm Jeff Waters, your podcast host for this exploration of face blindness. Prosopagnosia is a neurological disorder resulting in the inability to recognize faces. Up to 2% of the population is face blind. Most struggle alone, unaware this even has a name. The condition definitely occurs on a spectrum. It's mild for me, but in severe cases, people don't even recognize their own spouses or children. As in ever. As in walk, by, walk right by them in a crowd. 2% of the population is kind of shocking. The numbers guy in me questions this, so that's one of the topics I'll challenge with researchers in a future episode. But let's accept it for now. That's over 150 million people on the planet. When I heard that stat, I thought, wait, I have over 7,000 professional connections on LinkedIn. That would mean 150 of them might also have this, and almost no one is even aware of it. I'd estimate that 100% of the public has heard of colorblindness. Hey, why is little Jimmy wearing one green sock and one brown sock? Because he's colorblind. Oh, that explains it. Tell Hockey Mom in the cereal aisle that you have face blindness and she'll have no frame of reference. Excuse me? You have what now? Chatting with others in face blind groups on Facebook, I've found that this is a really common issue. You could take 10 minutes to attempt to explain it, but, you know, I'm really just here for the Fruit Loops. Worse, no matter how well you explain it, you usually get some form of this response. Wow. Fascinating. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I'm bad with names and faces too. Uh, probably not the same thing. The name prosopagnosia doesn't help either. It's hard to spell, hard to read, and hard to repeat. That's why you'll most often hear me call it face blindness, though I'll sometimes say proso for short. I guess the technical term for people would be prosopagno prosopagnosic or prosopagnosiac. Yeah, I'm not saying that. So the vision for this podcast, for sure, I want to interview prosos from all walks of life and all over the globe, even a few celebrities. 
If nothing else, we all have some hilarious and heartbreaking mistakes to share. And that definitely makes for good radio. Also, we typically develop great coping skills, alternative ways of recognizing people with everything but the face. I suspect some of those techniques might even be useful for anyone looking to improve recognition skills. It's important to again note how face blindness is very often a solitary struggle. For example, I heard about prosopagnosia in my early 40s. I just stumbled across a magazine article on the topic and it, it was like a slap to the face. Oh my God, that's me. And that's me. And that's me. But for most of my life, it wasn't something I even verbalized. It was more of a strong subconscious insecurity that dogged me. I felt there was something wrong with me in comparison to others, or maybe I just didn't pay enough attention, or maybe I was just a bad or selfish person. I naturally developed my own set of coping skills and techniques, but it just never occurred to me to talk with my parents, sister, or friends about it. This was just a Jeff thing. So that's really the other motivation with this podcast. While there's currently no cure for face blindness, there are techniques to deal with it. If we can be that, oh my God, that's me moment for even one person, it's worth it. For me, discovering this is a known condition, with a name even, gave me some measure of stress relief, and it sure explained a lot. In the next episode, I'll share a little of my own story. Meantime, if you have ideas for the show or would like to be a guest, please contact me at faceblindpodcast at gmail.com. Until then, please subscribe to FaceBlind wherever you get podcasts. And please share the show with your followers via social media. You never know who might be dealing with this in your 2% of friends. For more info on this episode or prosopagnosia in general, visit faceblindpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.